السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله قال رب شح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقطة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم زدنا علما All praise and thanks is due to Allah عز وجل Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends And upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time Continuing with our book, The Three Fundamentals of Islam Usul al-Thalatha By Shaykh Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab Rahimallahu ta'ala And this, alhamdulillah, is our seventh lesson And the author, he begins the next point and he says وَالدَّلِيلُ وَالرَّهْبَةِ وَالرَّهْبَةِ وَالْخُشُوءِ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يُسَارِعُونَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ وَيَدْعُونَنَا رَغَبًا وَرَهَبًا وَكَانُوا لَنَا خَاشِعِينَ Surah Al-Anbiya verse number 90 And the last stop Um, point we dealt with last week or our last lesson we stopped on the point of tawakkul and alhamdulillah tonight we will be looking at raghba which means longing and rahba which means dreading and khushu which means to submit or submissiveness And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us in Surah Al-Anbiya and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يُسَارِعُونَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ That indeed or verily they used to rush to do good deeds وَيَدْعُونَنَا And they would call upon us longing وَرَهَبَ And dreading. So longing his punishment. Afwan, longing his reward. And dreading his punishment. وَكَانُوا لَنَا خَاشِعِينَ And they used to humble themselves submissively before us. So yeah, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. We find that the word رَغْبَ means a desire or fervent desire. Seeking something which is praiseworthy. And the word rahba, which means dread. To fear or have fear of something which is dreaded. And the next point, al-khushu, reverence and humility. It is the type of humbling oneself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty and the Majestic. And one needs to humble oneself, submit oneself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in this verse at the start of it, إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا يُسَارِعُونَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ إِنَّهُمْ And this refers to the Anbiya, to the Prophets. كَانُوا That they would يُسَارِعُونَ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ That they hasten to good. And this should be 
a message for all of us as well, a lesson for all of us, especially in a time and the situation that we are going through right now. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, that we should hasten to do good, hasten to recite the Quran, hasten to give sadaqah, hasten to make istighfar, because now we are living in a time and in an era, and this is one of the reasons that we are recording these lessons or going live streaming with these lessons, because we cannot meet one another, we cannot sit in our normal durus like we usually do on a Monday night and on a Wednesday night, because we are under social distancing, we are supposed to be away from one another, and we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to reunite us very soon. The next point the author brings, he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ And the proof for khashya, قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى فَلَا تَخْشَوْهُمْ وَخْشَوْنِي As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 150, فَلَا تَخْشَوْهُمْ And do not be in awe of them. وَخْشَوْنِي But have awe in me. Have awe of me. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions this in Surah Al-Baqarah. Al-Khashya, and awe, it is a type of fear, and it is more specific than just fear. So to have fear of something, this is khawf. But to have khashya, to be, or to have this type of fear, this is more specific than just the word khawf, or a normal type of fear. It is said that al-khashya is fear which is mixed with veneration. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us an understanding and not make us of those who have this type of fear. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions and he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ Or Afwan, the author rather, he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ الْإِنَابَةِ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ And Turn to your Lord in repentance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, and submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, anibu, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is dalil for what? This is dalil for repentance. And the word inaba. It means returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the word inaba, it comes as, or it has the meaning of a tawbah, to turn back and seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some scholars, they have mentioned that al-inaba has a more emphasized meaning. وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ And turn to your Lord in repentance and submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sometimes He brings about sicknesses, sometimes He brings about plagues, sometimes He brings about 
diseases so that we as an ummah, as a nation of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that we can turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he implores us and he says وَأَنِسْتَوْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ يُمَتِّعْكُمْ مَتَاعًا حَسَنًا إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّةٍ وَيُؤْتِ كُلَّ ذِي فَضْلٍ فَضْلَهُ Seek the forgiveness of your Lord وَأَنِسْتَوْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ And turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in forgiveness that He may grant you good enjoyment for a term appointed and bestow His abounding grace to every own of grace. Yani the one who helps and serves the needy and deservingly, physically and with his wealth and even his good words. This is in Surah Al-Hud. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions and he says, وَيَا قَوْمِ اسْتَوْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيَزِدْكُمْ قُوَّةً إِلَى قُوَّتِكُمْ وَلَا تَتَوَلَّوْ مُجْرِمِينَ Oh my people, وَيَا قَوْمِ اسْتَوْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ That ask your forgiveness, or ask forgiveness of your Lord. Seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in, it, in Islam, ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ And repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How many times do we sin against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is through our sins and our wrongdoings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He places test upon test about us and we are going through a great deal and when you make istighfar when you make tawbah when you turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yursil as-sama'a alaykum midrara He will send you from the skies abundant rains wa yazidkum and He will strengthen you will add strength to your strength. وَلَا تَتَوَلَّوْ مُجْرِمِينَ So do not turn away as those criminals. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. It is narrated from Abu Musa, Abdullah ibn Qais al-Ash'ari. May Allah be pleased with him. That Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he spreads out his hand at night to accept the repentance for the one who sinned during the day. And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he spreads out his hand by the day to accept the repentance of the one who sinned during the night. And that will continue until the sun rises from the west. This hadith is narrated by Imam Muslim. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is narrated from Abu Abdul Rahman, Abdullah ibn Umar, ibn Khattab. May Allah be pleased with both of them. That the Prophet peace be upon him, he said and he mentioned that Allah will accept the repentance of his slave so long as the death rattle has not yet reached his throat. This hadith is narrated by Imam At-Tirmidhi in his jami'ah. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, repentance, tawbah, it is essential for every sin. 
even if it is something between a person and Allah and has nothing to do with the rights of others, then there are three conditions with regards to this. Number one, that one should should give up his sin. Give it up, whatever it might be. Number two, that one should show regret for having done the sin. And number three, that one should resolve never to go back to it. This three conditions is there when the sin involves oneself and Allah Azza wa Jal. There is a fourth condition. And this fourth condition comes into play when one does something wrong or one usurps the right of a fellow human being. For example, stealing his money. For example, stealing his property. For example, slandering, backbiting. So if one steals his property or one steals his money, part of the tawbah is that one needs to return these items back to the person. If one slanders him, then you should allow him to insult you back in return or ask him for your forgiveness or for his forgiveness. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the reason why we have mentioned these conditions for tawbah and emphasized, like we mentioned earlier, that this is the time where we return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the time where we seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. And the last hadith with regards to tawbah before we carry on, that the Prophet peace be upon him, he said, that all the children of Adam, they are sinners. And the best of them are those that return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in forgiveness. Then the author, he mentions and he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ الْإِسْتِعَانَةِ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ سُورَةُ الْفَاتِحَةِ وَفِي الْحَدِيثِ إِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ the author mentions that the proof for seeking assistance, al-isti'ana, is the saying of Allah Azza wa Jal in Surah Al-Fatiha, verse number 4, where Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions and he says, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ That you alone do we worship and in you alone do we seek assistance. In the hadith, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he mentions and he says, إِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ When you seek assistance, then seek assistance in Allah Azza wa Jal. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Al-Isti'ana, seeking assistance, is of two types. Type number one, seeking assistance upon something in which only Allah Azza wa Jal is able to do, then directing this to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be shirk. And we're not going to define shirk as we spoke of and we define shirk on more than two occasions already during our series, The Fundamentals of Islam. Seeking assistance upon something in which only Allah is able to do, then directing this to other than Allah is shirk. Point number two, or the second type, seeking assistance and aid in which someone is able to
to assist with. For example, building a wall. For example, you're at the eating table, you ask someone to pass you the salt. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions to us and He says, وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدَوَانِ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ الْعِقَابِ وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى And assist one another in al-bir, in good, wa-taqwa. Someone comes to you, they need assistance, they want to build the masjid, they need funds for an Islamic center, help each other in good and piety. Be good to one another. Somebody comes to you, he needs a form of sadaqah. Somebody comes to you, you a learned person, he wants to recite the Quran, he wants to learn a hadith by you. This is وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى Help one another in good and in piety. Nowadays, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we are going through difficulty and Allah forbid that this virus, this coronavirus, it goes and it puts us through more difficulty. What should we do? Now we should implement this verse. Help one another in good. Cook a pot of food. Give it to the poor people. Everybody is sanitizing their hands. Buy liquid soap. Buy sanitizers. Give it out to the poor. Assist one another in good. وَلَا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ And do not assist one another in bad. Do not one... Do not assist one another in evil. Many a times we find people, especially on social media, putting up evil things, putting up bad things, calling people to haram, calling people to zina, calling people to listen to music. Let us stop calling each other to evil and bad, but rather call each other to good and to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah and be God conscious. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna Allah, for indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shadeed al-iqab, he is extremely severe in his punishment. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, help and assist Every single day with worldly things, this is permissible. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he informs us and he says that whomsoever removes difficulties of a needy person who cannot pay off debt, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist him and will remove his difficulties both in this world and the year after. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we are going through a virus, we are going through a crisis. Many businesses are suffering as well. Many people have fallen into debt. Now is the time if you are able, help a needy person, especially with debt, and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Sadiqul Masduq, as Muhammad sallallahu Allahu alayhi wa sallam, the one that speaks the truth. Wama yantiku anil hawa, in huwa illa wahyun yuha, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he does not speak out of his own accord, as Allah says in Surah Al-Najm, but we inspired him, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to speak, and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke. So know that Allah says, 
through Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he inspired him to say these words. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, says that whomsoever helps, whomsoever takes a person out of difficulty who cannot pay his debt, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will remove your difficulties in both this world and the year after. Point number three with regard to seeking assistance. Seeking assistance with a creation who is present, but he is extremely weak and he cannot help you, then to ask this person to help you, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, then this is a form of foolishness. So for example, I am building a house. For example, I need someone to carry bricks. I need someone to help me with things extremely heavy, but the person that I'm going to is extremely weak, he's extremely sickly, he won't be able to help me. So going to such a person is going to be a form of foolishness from my side. Point number four, under seeking assistance, and this is an extremely important point, that seeking assistance from the dead, completely going to a grave or asking the dead for assistance, or asking the living where they are not present, they are not there with you, and they do not have the ability to assist you, then this is shirk. So calling on your peer, calling on your saint, and asking him to assist you, whether he's alive or dead, he might be in Cyprus, he might be in Medina, he might be in Tarim, in Yemen, and calling him out when you are going through a difficulty, asking him for assistance, then know that this is impermissible and this is not allowed in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the fifth point, seeking assistance with our deeds and our conditions, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to do and this is permissible this is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is part of our deen as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in surah al-baqarah wasta'inu bisabri wassalah and seek help in patience and in your prayer Seek help through your patience, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. And seek help through your salah. You did something good. Nobody in this dunya knows that you did something good. This is baynak wa Allah. This is between you and Allah. You are going through some difficulties. You are afflicted with some hardship. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, I did this deed. I helped a particular poor person. I made tahajjud salah. Nobody knows that I made this or I donated some money. This was only done for your sake, O oh Allah. Please assist me through my difficulty. And lo and behold, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah Azza wa Jal, who is the year of all prayers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the one that is aware of all our affairs know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will most definitely assist you the author he then says and he mentions وَالدَّلِيلُ الْإِسْتِعَادَةِ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ وَقُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ the proof for seeking refuge الْإِسْتِعَادَةِ is in the saying of Allah Azza wa Jal as Allah says قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Say, I seek refuge in the Lord of daybreak, Surah Al-Falaq. 
And Allah says, وَكُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ And seek refuge. كُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ And seek refuge in the Lord of mankind. سُورَةُ النَّاسِ Seeking assistance, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in Surah Al-Jinn, and he says, وَأَنَّهُ كَانَ رِجَالٌ مِّنَ الْإِنسِ يَعُوذُونَ بِرِجَالٍ مِّنَ الْجِنِّ فَزَادُوهُمْ رَهَقًا وَإِنَّهُ كَانَ رِجَالٌ مِّنَ الْإِنسِ That indeed and verily, they were men from amongst mankind. يَعُوذُونَ بِرِجَالٍ Who took refuge with masculine among the jinn. So they took aid from amongst the jinn. فَزَادُوهُمْ رَهَقًا But they, the jinn, they increased them. They increased them, yani the mankind, in disbelief and in sin. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is informing us that when you seek assistance, al-isti'adha, you seek isti'adha with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, kul a'udhu bi rabbin nas, that I seek refuge in Allah, the Lord of mankind, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, that I seek refuge in Allah from shaytan, the accursed one. Do not seek refuge in the jinn. Do not seek refuge in the evil jinn. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, in the days of Jahiliyyah, the Arabs, they would reach a place and they would say that I seek refuge in the chief of this valley. I seek refuge in the chief jinn of this valley. سعد ابن أبي وقاص يقول سمعت خول خول بنت حكيم تقول سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من نزل منزلا ثم قال أعوذ بكلمات الله تامات من شر ما خلق لم يدره شيء حتى يرتحل من منزله ذلك خول بنت حكيم she reported that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who was the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he reported and he said that when any one of you lands at a place, when any one of you comes into a place, and then he says, أَعُوذُ بِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ تَامَّاتِ مِن شَرِّ مَا خَلَقُ That I seek refuge in the perfect word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of what he created, then know, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, لم يدره شيء حتى that nothing would harm him until he marches from that place that he stopped by. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, I would like to pause here for a moment. This is an important point, an important dhikr, an important dua that we should be making wherever we go. Teach it to your children that when they go to school, say, أعوذ بكلمات الله تامات من شر ما خلق لم يدره شيء حتى يرتحل من منزله ذلك. When they leave the house, when they go to the shopping malls, wherever they might go to, 
Remember this. Say the dua. It will be as a protection, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. Sometimes we look for protection in anything else but in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now it is the time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again. We are going through difficulties. We are going through trials. We are going through tribulations. People are getting sick in day in and day out. Now it is the time. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He teaches us and He mentions Surah Al-Falaq. Say in the name that oh, I seek refuge in the name of Allah, Lord of the daybreak. Kul falak min ma khalaq from the evil of what He has created, good and bad. It is created by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Wa min ida and from the evil of the darkening night, as it comes with its darkness, or the moon as it sets or goes away. وَمِن شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ And from the evil of witchcraft, those magic, those magicians, those people, some of them even in they come in the form of people that wear or grow long beards, wear long thobes, wear huge turbans, but they are the same people that they blow into knots. Stay away, seek assistance, seek the assistance of Allah from these type of people. وَمِن شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدٍ And from the evil of the envier when he envies. Hasad, my beloved brothers and sisters, it is an extreme the evil thing. The Prophet peace be upon him, he mentions and he says Al-Ainul Haq, that indeed the eye is truth. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, beware of hasad, beware of jealousy. Recite the daily adhkar, recite the evening adhkar, especially if you have young children, recite ayatul kurs over them, blow upon them, recite the mu'awwadatayn. Surah Al-Falaq, Surah Al-Nas, recite Surah Al-Ikhlas and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect them. Allah then says in the next surah, the last surah of the Qur'an, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ That I seek refuge with Allah, رَبِّ النَّاسِ Lord of mankind, مَلِكِ النَّاسِ Who is the king of mankind, إِلَاهِ النَّاسِ Who is the Ilah? He is the God of mankind. مِنْ شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ From the evil of the whisperer who withdraws his whisperings الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ Who whispers in the breast of mankind مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ Of jinns and men. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, in Sahih Muslim, recorded on the authority, or this hadith is found in Sahih Muslim, narrated by Uqba ibn Amir, that the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, do you not see that there have been ayat revealed to me tonight, the like of which has never been seen before? They are Kul Aruudu bi Rabbil Falak wa Kul Aruudu bi Rabbil Nas. In the Sunan of Imam An Nasai, he recorded that Ibn Abis Al Juhani he mentioned that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Yabna Abisin 
ألا أدلك أو ألا أخبرك بأفضل ما يتعوذ به المعوذ المتعوذون أو ابن عابس Shall I guide you? ألا أدلك أو ألا أخبرك As the Prophet told him Shall I guide you or shall I inform you? بأفضلي Of the best thing that those who seek protection use for protection. He replied, of course, O Messenger of Allah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, كل أعوذ برب الفلق كل أعوذ برب الناس هاتاني السورتاني That these two surahs. Say, I seek refuge with Allah or I seek refuge with the Lord of the Falaq and I seek refuge with the Lord of mankind. These two surahs are the best protection. Imam Malik rahimallahu ta'ala he recorded from Aisha radiallahu anha that whenever the messenger of Allah was suffering from an ailment he would recite the mu'awwadatayn over himself and blow over himself. Then if his pain became severe Aisha said that he would recite the the mu'awwadatayn over him and take his hand and wipe it over seeking the blessings of those surahs. This hadith is also found in Bukhari, Abu Dawood, An-Nasai and Ibn Majah who all recorded this hadith. Abdullah ibn Khubayb he mentioned that the messenger of Allah said to him recite Surah Al-Ikhlas and Al-Mu'awwadatayn Surah Al-Falaq and Surah Al-Nas three times at dawn and three times at dusk. It will suffice you in all Aspects of your life. The next point, my beloved brothers and sisters, the author he mentions and he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ الْإِسْتِغَاثَ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى إِذْ تَسْتَغِيثُونَ رَبَّكُمْ فَاسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ سُورَةُ الْأَنْفَالِ The proof for asking for help. الْإِسْتِغَاثَ is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying istastaghithuna rabbakum and remember when you when you sought help from your Lord and he responded to you surah al-anfal and ghawth my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam al-istighatha is seeking rescue and deliverance again I'm going to repeat this Al-Istighatha is seeking ghawth, is to seek rescue and deliverance. It is done except in a time of difficulty. So you won't find someone doing ghawth if everything is fine. But the moment he is going through some difficulties, then he makes istighatha, then he makes ghawth. And istighatha, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, it is divided or it is of two types. Number one, al-istighatha, to seek assistance from a created being in which no one can do except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is shirk akbar. This is major shirk. And I'm going to give you an example of this. 
people they call out Madad Ya Abdul Qadir Jilani or Madad Ya Rasulullah. Oh Jilani, help me. Oh Messenger of Allah, assist me. Give me istighatha. I'm going through difficulty. And again, I narrate to you a story that one of our teachers, Hafidhallahu Ta'ala, may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala protect him. He was present in the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's Masjid, Masjid al-Nabawi. And we ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala during this time that he returns the Haramain al-Sharifain and that all the masajid that are closed and they are closed for a valid reason. They are closed for a valid reason. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes this waba, He removes the sickness, He removes this virus of corona so that we may return back to the houses of Allah azza wa jal. And the Shaykh he mentions that he was sitting next to someone and the person is in salah and the person is reciting Surah Al-Fatiha and he's making dua to, he's doing the salah correctly and he makes his salam. After making salam, he makes dua and in his dua he says, Madad ya Rasulullah. He says, and he makes istighatha and seeking the help of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu billah. The Shaykh, he waits until the person has completed and the Shaykh, he explains to him what you are doing is incorrect. That how do you recite in Surah Al-Fatiha, Iyaka na'budu wa Iyaka nasta'een. That you alone, O oh Allah, do, you, do we worship? And you alone, O oh Allah, do we seek assistance? But what do we do after that? We seek assistance in other than Allah. We seek help in other than Allah. We are going through some difficulty and then we call on Abdul Qadir Jilani. We call on Sayyid Alawi Al-Maliki. We call on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We call on Badawi. We and my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is a reality. We've seen this take place. I myself sat in gatherings. And this was obviously before we studied. This was obviously before when we understood and when we learned what the reality is. And you would hear people call unto other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at how many weddings or nikah. And this subhanallah is an extremely important point as well. That the Quraysh and the Mushrikun in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, they called on the gods during times of difficulty. But in our times, you will find that people are calling other than Allah subhanahu wa taala at a time of happiness. And I will give you an example. In our society or in our communities in Cape Town, at a nikah, at a day of celebration. They have something where they stand up and they praise the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and especially in the Indian community after this, what do they do? They call and they make madad and ghoth with Abdul Qadir Jilani. At a time of happiness, they are calling and seeking assistance. This, my beloved brothers and sisters, is worse. This is worse than what the Quraysh would do in the times of their difficulty, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide and protect us. The second point, seeking rescue from someone that is able to assist you. For example, you're walking down the road, 
you trip and you fall, you break your leg. Someone else is walking past you, you ask them for assistance. We have Dalil, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, that, فَاسْتَغَاثَهُ الَّذِي مِنْ شِيْعَتِهِ عَلَى مِنْ شِيْعَتِهِ عَلَى الَّذِي مِنْ عَدُوِّهِ that the man of his own party asked him for help against his enemy. And this, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, is proof from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if the person is qadir wa hadir, that he has the ability and he is present to assist you, then this is fine if he has the ability. But you cannot be calling on a dead person. You cannot be calling on Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who was the best of creation. Had this been allowed in Islam, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, don't you think that the pious predecessors, that the salafu salih, don't you think that the Sahaba themselves, they would have gone to the grave of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and sought his assistance. But Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he taught the companions for 13 years in Mecca, Tawheed. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he taught us as well that when you seek help and when you seek the assistance, then seek the help and assistance from Allah. The author then brings the next point and he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ الذَّبْ كَوْلُ تَعَالَى قُلْ إِنَّنِي هَدَانِي رَبِّي إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ دِينًا قِيَمًا مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ قُلْ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةِ وَنُسُكِ وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَلَهُ Until the end of the ayah. And from the sunnah, of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says Allah, may the curse be on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of the person man dhabaha li ghayrillah on the person that slaughters for the other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with regards to slaughtering he says that indeed my prayer and my sacrifice official offerings, my living and my dying, my death. It is only for the sake of Allah, who is the Lord of the worlds. He has no partner, and of this I have been commanded, and I am the first of the Muslims. Suratul An'am. From the Sunnah of the beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he says, May the curse of Allah, may Allah curse the one who offers a sacrifice to other than, or for other than Allah Azza wa Jal. Firstly, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, sacrifice is done to seek closeness or to venerate someone, and this is not done except for the sake of Allah. Number two, slaughtering so that we can eat meat, this is allowed. Number three, slaughtering in times of happiness, entering of a new home, passing of exams, finishing the Quran, this, alhamdulillah, is allowed as well. And fourthly, slaughter in order to give meat in charity. So, for example, a newborn baby, we do aqiqah at the time of qurbani, we slaughter as well. And we indulge in this meat and we give of this meat in charity. The next point, the author, he says, And proof for making oaths. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says yufuna bin nadri wa yakhafuna yawman kana sharruhu mustatira that they are those who fulfill their vows and fear a day whose evil will be widespread to take a vow which to take a vow which binds something on oneself which is found in the sharia which is not binding at first for example if I pass my exams, I will fast a day or I will give sadaqah. He takes an oath by Allah. Wallahi Allah. If I pass this exam, and this you find many people, subhanallah, and maybe you go through an extremely difficult exam. You went through a really tough exam and you come out and you say, Ya Allah, if I pass this exam, please, O oh Allah, grant me success. And if I pass this exam, I'm going to fast for two days. Alhamdulillah, those results come out and he passed, he will need to fast for two days. Or he says that, Wallahi Allah, I'm going to feed a hundred people. I'm going to give sadaqah for whatever reason. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, now you will need to do this. Aisha radiallahu anha, she reported that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that he who vows to obey Allah should obey him. But he who vows to disobey Allah should not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the issue of vowing, taking vows, is sometimes taken extremely lightly. The issue of taking vows, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we find that sometimes people, they take this matter extremely lightly. And they take a vow for everything. And at times also we find that people, they take a vow with other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for example, they will say, I swear on my mother's life, wa na'udhu billah. This is totally not permissible. Or, I take a vow by the Kaaba. Or I take a vow by whatever it might be. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we are taught in the book of Allah azza wa jal, in the ahadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that when you take a vow, you take a vow with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you take a vow with Allah azza wa jal alone. And some of the phrases that one can use, you can say, Wallahi, Billahi, Tallahi. And all this is permissible in the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us success in this world and the next. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my beloved brothers and sisters, that the whole ummah, the whole world, Muslim, non-Muslim, we are going through difficulty with this virus, Corona, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He removes us and He grants us all success. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illa, astawfiruka wa atubu ilayk, wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.